welcome to the Career Mentor Podcast, a program of hunger for success, a nonprofit organization devoted to helping people find and keep family wage jobs. Your host, Brad Lebowski, President and Chair of Hunger for Success. Thank you for joining us on the Career Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Lebowski. And we're finishing our series on how to build an engaging resume to encourage the hiring manager to want to meet you in person and provide you an interview. In this seven-part series, we've talked about the hiring manager's perspective, your perspective as a job seeker, and the people that we've helped through this process, the importance of a personal mission statement being at the top of your resume, to help you stand out from the crowd of people applying for this job or career. The importance of accomplishment statements, talking about how well you did something within a particular field or job versus just listing tasks of tasks of what you've done. We've talked about the importance of a quote in your resume to provide you a reference and a third party to confirm your strength as a candidate. We've talked about the importance of education and any training that you've had so the hiring manager understands what you have experienced, what you've learned, and perhaps what more you need to learn in a new role, a new career. And the last part of your resume, the last section is community service. Why is that important? Hiring managers and organizations as a whole want you to be able to work with a diverse work group, different ages, different socioeconomic backgrounds, and volunteering really allows you to work with a diverse group of people. Now, of course, it's a great thing to be able to volunteer and donate your time and help a particular cause that you like or community that you live in to help underserved populations get better, get stronger. There's great rewards in doing that kind of work. But the reason why you want it on your resume is you want to be able to show that you can do more than just one thing, that you can work with people and help people, and you're willing to learn. And you can work in a group that sometimes it's not easy to volunteer. Sometimes the task at hand isn't easy or or isn't simple. But that's okay because it shows your work ethic. It shows your willingness to go through certain obstacles to achieve a goal. Now, sometimes professionals and other individuals find a very difficult time finding a good volunteer opportunity. There's lots of websites you can go to, but what I recommend is really talking to people that you know. Are they involved with a religious organization? Are they involved with an organization that helps with a particular medical problem or disease? Are they helping kids after school with homework? Regardless of what it is, there's opportunities around that you can access through people that you know. And of course, on the web, if that's something you prefer. But what's also important is to think about what you're interested in, what you can contribute. Maybe you're good at money management. Maybe you're good at writing. Maybe you're good at graphic design. 
Maybe you're handy and you can build things or repair things. But what's really important is when you engage in these volunteer opportunities, make sure you're doing what you're good at. Again, if we remember that third question on the Q12 of Gallup that we talked about earlier in our engagement series podcast, number three is I get to do what I do best every day. Sometimes nonprofits aren't as organized as you'd like, and they say, look, thanks for volunteering. We really need help to do this. And maybe that thing isn't your expertise, isn't something you're good at. But some people feel guilty and like, well, if you need help, I'll try. But what we've learned is if you're not doing what you do best every day, you're not going to be engaged. You're not going to outperform. You're not going to feel a sense of accomplishment And that's important to note. So sometimes it's okay to say, well, you know, that's not my expertise. That's not something I can help you with. But I can help you with this. I can contribute here. I can volunteer my time on a Saturday here. I can volunteer to help you with an event at this evening. If you haven't done uh, community service before, If you haven't volunteered your time, I recommend you do so. Doesn't have to be a lot of time, but it gives you that experience. And it also provides you an opportunity to network, to meet other people. Perhaps you'll meet somebody in a different company that may want to hire you. Perhaps you'll meet somebody in a particular industry that you really want to talk to or learn from. And because you're showing your work The people around you are observing you, evaluating you, and most importantly, grateful for all that you're doing to help that cause, to help that nonprofit, to help that community, or to help that person. And what we find is those people brag about you. They go home, they go to their employers, they go to their family gatherings and say, wow, I I saw this person work really hard and they were amazing. And there could be somebody in that crowd of people in that room at that function that say, hey, I could really use a person like that. What's their name? How can I get a hold of them? Community service definitely has an altruistic value to helping people. But it also has a marketing value for yourself. It's a way to learn new things. It's a way to practice working with a diverse group of people, and it's a way to get your name out and be recognized for what you can donate and what you can provide to people that really need help. Now, some of the participants that we work with are in a very bad place. They may not have a home. They may not have enough money to eat regularly. And it's very difficult to say, well, I'm going through a lot. How can I help others? And I completely understand that. It's very difficult. However, if you try one hour a week, even one hour a month, and as bad as you feel, it may help you to help someone else because you do have things to offer. Just because you're going through a hard time and feel the stress of having a lack of resources to be independent, it's still means that you can contribute 
it doesn't take away your gift, your strengths, your abilities to contribute and help. Not only will you be helping the community or the organization that you're spending time with, but you're going to help yourself as well. So I want you to consider that process. Now, if you need any ideas on how to access online resources, if you need ideas of where can I volunteer, what can I do, or if you're an organization listening and say, you know what, I really need a volunteer manual to help me manage the volunteers that I have, Hunger for Success can help you with all those things. Just engage us with our website at help, the letter H, the number four, the letter S.org. Reach out to us. Look for us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll be there to help you any way we can. Well, that completes our series on how to build an effective and engaging resume. Our next podcast will talk about writing an effective one-page cover letter. And we'll be, we will be providing you other podcasts that help you with interview strategies and viewer choice, or I should say listener choice podcasts, of people writing us questions and concerns and providing advice on how to help with those concerns. Well, this has been another series or episode of the Career Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Lebowski. We look forward to listening to you in the future and hope you have a great rest of your day. This is the Career Mentor Podcast, intellectual property of hunger for success. All rights reserved 2018.